Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. In D.C. and Maryland, starting this month. The start of terror from the Beltway snipers 20 years ago. I'm Dick Iuliano. Two bungled burglary attempts in our area leave nine men behind bars. I'm Ralph Fox. Police investigating after gunshots went off in a local shopping mall. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Milder weather here in Florida has made it a little easier for people trying to pick up the pieces after Hurricane Ian. Then there are people like Ricky Anderson, who just moved to Sanibel Island. There's nothing left for him to clean up. Now I've lost everything. Oh, everything, my life savings, everything, my tools, everything. Correspondent Chris Hoffman is in Northport. With power still out for many in Florida, residents are looking for gas to power their generators. I waited in line, and as soon as I got up there, they said all out. So far, the U.S. Coast Guard says federal, state, and local authorities have brought about 4,000 people to safety. Many were stranded on Sanibel and Captiva. Devastated barrier islands cut off after flooding destroyed the only bridge to the mainland. Rebuilding southwest Florida will take time and strategy. FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell. We have already started the planning efforts for what it's going to take to rebuild these communities um, and recover from this storm, but also recover in a way that makes them more resilient against some of the impacts from these storms in the future. I'm Jim Crisul in Raleigh, North Carolina. What was Hurricane Ian caused widespread storm surge and flooding damage along the coast of the Carolinas. Ken Klamer is police chief of Sunset Beach, North Carolina. We've had patrols throughout the town watching for downed trees, standing water, that sort of thing. At least four deaths in North Carolina are being blamed on Ian. Up to a half a million utility customers were without power in the state at one point. Jim Crisul CBS News, Raleigh, North Carolina. In Indonesia. The aftermath of a soccer match has turned deadly. Indonesia's police chief says fans from the losing team started what turned into a huge riot stemming from a bitter rivalry. But it was over 129 people, including two police officers, had been killed in the stampede. Ukraine's president says his troops have recaptured a strategic eastern city that Russia claimed as its own. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin calls it an encouraging sign. The capture of... Uh... Lehman is, uh, is significant. Absolutely, it's significant. Russia pulled its troops after Ukraine's military circled the city, which had been a key transportation hub for Russia's army. Five American oil executives are headed home after being held prisoner for five years in Venezuela. They're among seven Americans that country released today in exchange for two Venezuelans imprisoned here, two nephews of Venezuelan President Maduro's wife. They were being held on drug charges after being arrested in Haiti and tried in New York. Five oil executives worked for Sitco and had been convicted of embezzlement in Venezuela. This is CBS News. You need to hire? Indeed is with you every step of the way, helping you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03 here on Saturday, October 1st. We're at 58 degrees right now, staying in the 50s on a dreary overnight.
evening. I'm John Doman with the top local stories we're following this hour. Well, starting today, several new laws now in effect in both Maryland and the district. If you're driving around in Maryland with your kid and they're under two years old, they now have to be in a rear-facing car seat. And they have to be in that until they reach the height and weight limit for that car seat. You'll get a written warning the first time you're pulled over for it. Maryland's new move-over law is also now in effect. Drivers need to move over or slow down when any car is stopped on the side of the road and flashing hazards. Meanwhile, in D.C., the family paid leave program for private employees has increased to a combined 12 weeks for taking care of a newborn, dealing with a health condition, or caregiving for a sick family member. Luke Luker, WTOP News. You may not remember where you were 20 years ago this weekend, but if you were here in the DMV, you do remember what happened over the next several weeks. The Beltway snipers killed 10 people and wounded three. The first victim, 55-year-old James Martin, was shot to death in Wheaton October 2, 2002, less than an hour after John Allen Muhammad and Lee Boyd Melvo fired a shot into a Michael's Crafts store in Aspen Hill that barely missed a woman inside. The snipers were taken into custody while asleep in their car at a Frederick County, Maryland rest stop October 24th. Muhammad received the Virginia death penalty in 2009. Malvo was currently serving four life terms. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Someone shot a gun inside the food court at a Rundle Mills Mall in Hanover, sending shoppers there into a panic. In a tweet, Anne Arundel County Police say video footage revealed that the guy who did it may have done so accidentally. Luckily, no one was hurt. Officials are still investigating the incident. Nine men are facing burglary charges in Howard County after two separate attempts to rob high-value residences. County police announced the arrest Friday after two burglary attempts, one in May, the second in September. The September attempt was in the 7100 block of Deer Valley Road in the Highland area, just off Clarksville Pike. They tried to enter a home through a rear sliding glass door and were caught there. In recent years, similar groups have targeted high-end homes across the country. The suspects are from New York and Florida and may be connected to other burglaries in the area. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. New tonight, one man is dead after a shooting in Northeast D.C. This happened around 8.30 tonight on Adams Street Northeast, part of the residential Brentwood neighborhood that's sort of there right between Rhode Island Avenue and New York Avenue in Northeast. The shooting happening in a back alley in the 1300 block of Adams Street. The victim was taken to an area hospital where he died. No information about a suspect or a motive. A D.C. man has pleaded guilty to charges that he threw Molotov cocktails at U.S. Capitol Police. Neither of the Molotov cocktails carried by 27-year-old Bernard McCutcheon ever ignited. That was back on July 6th of this year. But just over a year before that, he injured a woman by throwing a similar device at someone who was walking along Rhode Island Avenue in the Shaw neighborhood. That one did ignite and caught her shoe on fire. His third sentence was suspended in that case. He'll be sentenced in this new case in about a month. It's a tougher call. There's a call for tougher penalties for reckless drivers in the district. The Reckless Driver Accountability Act of 2022 would allow the district to impound or boot any car that has tickets for five moving violations or three tickets for speeding by more than 25 miles an hour over the limit or running a red light, even if the tickets are paid. Councilwoman Alyssa Silverman says her plan will allow car owners to avoid being in the impound lot if they take what she calls a restorative justice-based driver's ed class. Silverman says reckless drivers need to get off the road until they can change their behavior. Her bill is based on similar legislation in New York City that she says has cut down on dangerous driving there. Ann Kramer, WTOP News.
Coming up after traffic and weather, one school system is having a hard time getting kids to the classroom. It's 10.07. Here's David and Lisa Stadler of Stadler Nurseries. Stadler's free tree planting sale is back. Now's the perfect time to plant trees for beauty, shade, and privacy. And to take advantage of our popular free tree planting sale. Buy any tree that is $200 or more between September 8th and October 9th, and we'll plant it in your yard free if you live within 30 miles of the nursery. Delivery and a one-year warranty are included. Stop by, shop online, or by phone. There's no need to meet with our landscape crew. Call 877-STADLER. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. It's 10.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Joe Fox is in the WTOP Traffic Center. John, a little bit of good news. 95 southbound. They have at least reopened some lanes. I'm seeing some vehicles get through under the Thornburg exit. So you've got about a two-mile delay, and that's going to take some time to unwind. If you're in the delay, stick with it, obviously. Well, you don't have a choice if you're in the delay. Uh, but I would not bail out onto Route 1. It, it's probably six of one, half dozen of the other at this point with that delay on 95. Uh, once you get on past the Thornburg exit, you will be fine and uh, clear of all the delays. Uh, but again, there is traffic flowing again on 95 southbound in between Spotsylvania and Thornburg. And then you're in good shape the rest of the way to Richmond. No issues on the northbound lanes all the way back to the Springfield Interchange and then continuing on 395 back to the 14th Street Bridge. We did have a report of a crash. Looks like it cleared pretty quickly on the outer loop of the Beltway approaching Van Dorn Street. We're in good shape there. Maybe working one in the express lanes of the Beltway in between Telegraph Road and Route 1. That was a report that we had. Haven't heard anything more on it, but I am seeing a little bit of slow traffic in that region. So uh, maybe stick with the local lanes as you're crossing on the Wilson Bridge this time uh, on the outer loop of the Beltway headed towards uh, National Harbor in Maryland. Other than that, the looks like the crash is clearing nicely on the 11th Street Bridge. Should be no more issues there, or at least relocated shoulders. DC 295, is that delay is gone as well. So finally, after several hours, they've cleared the crash past East Capitol Street. So you're flowing well all the way down uh, DC 295. No issues on pretty much any of the major Maryland roadways. Don't forget the Bay Bridge is under wind warnings. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try Fitzway used car next to a new car. Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway, Joe Fox, WTOP Traffic. Steve Prince of Alley has your forecast. Coastal flood warnings continue into early Sunday for St. Mary's and Anne Arundel counties and coastal flood advisories as well for uh, areas along the tidal Potomac, Arlington, Charles, Calvert, King George counties, D.C., Alexandria, and Falls Church, given the tidal flooding. Showers and drizzle around tonight. Areas of fog were in the 50s. Periods of rain, breezy and cool on Sunday. Only upper 50s. Lingering rain, breezy and cool again on Monday. Highs upper 50s. An early shower or two on Tuesday. Otherwise, mostly cloudy. Temperatures mid-60s. Could be some late days on. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Al. 63 in Annapolis. It's 58 in Fairfax City. And we have 59 in downtown D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 10-11. And with the new school year well underway, Anne Arundel County is once again having a hard time hiring enough bus drivers. Officials, they say, 
nearly 150 kids every day are being marked absent due to transportation issues. As of Wednesday, the system was short 79 contracted drivers. Now, in some instances, drivers have reportedly been threatened by frustrated parents, one of them even quitting. Anne Arundel County students have missed more than 3,100 instructional days total because of bus service problems. The county says those students will not be penalized for work missed due to an absent caused by a lack of bus service. Prince George's County Public Schools have unveiled proposed boundary changes. Right now, the county says a majority of schools are either way over capacity or way under. Now, since 2014, enrollment there is up by 11,000 students, and it's expected to increase another 7,000 students in just the next two years. Two public hearings on the proposals will be held in later October, with the school board voting on the proposal by early November. In all, about 15% of the county's elementary and middle schools would see more than 100 kids switch from one school to another. Three elementary schools would close. In the district, there's a new plan to spend millions to help families transitioning out of homelessness. The new pilot program is called the Career Mobility Act Plan, or MAP. It'll designate $25 million to help 600 low-income families in the district by providing up to $10,000 in cash payments. It'll target families trying to come out of homelessness and don't need permanent housing vouchers. Mayor Muriel Bowser says the goal is to allow parents to advance their careers and avoid what she calls the benefits cliff losing benefits due to a higher income. Residents who applied will be selected through a lottery. They will then be paired with a program navigator to ensure they meet their career and family goals. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A look at sports is next. It's 1013. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cashback from Upside, I haven't had to cut back, even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh, no. I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N-info.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think red. Frank Harrahan, uh, Maryland looked almost as good as those red uniforms did on the field. <laughs> I love those uniforms. They're great. And, hey, look, Maryland backed it up. Uh, you know, after putting up a great effort against uh, Michigan a week ago, you're saying, okay, can they take care of business at home? And that's exactly what they did. 27-13 over Michigan State from College Park. Antoine Littleton, the second, 120 yards and a touchdown. And the defense held the Spartans scoreless in the uh, second half. Terps coach Mike Loxley, though, he loved the fast start from his offense. Start fast. That was part of our goal. Um, you know, when a team comes in like Michigan State, who, you know, were basically circling the wagons, uh, we knew we needed to start fast to kind of take the air out of them. And, and I like the way we responded on offense. And they did. So they're now 4-1 and one other Terps as they get Purdue next week. Air Force 13-10 victory over Navy. Virginia Tech falls to North Carolina 41-10. Virginia down 35-17. That's in the fourth quarter at Duke. Howard and Georgetown also taking losses. Speaking of losses, Nationals uh, 103rd of the season as they fall to the Phillies in the nightcap. 8-2. Tommy Romero gave up five homers as he took, takes the L for the uh, Nationals who won the first game this afternoon noon at Nats Park, 13-4. Luke Voigt with a two-run homer. Luis Garcia had five RBIs. The Yankees over the Orioles, 8-zip up in New York. Aaron Judge, though, 0-for-2, two, two walks and an HBP. D.C. United falls in Montreal, 1-zip in MLS play. Washington Spirit drops uh, a game 2-1 to one to Houston at Audi Field. And the Capitals lose at Columbus 2-1 to one in preseason hockey. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you tonight here on WTOP. Authorities say the death toll in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian, one of the strongest storms ever to hit the U.S., could be as high as 70. Rescuers continue searching for survivors among the Florida homes ruined by the massive storm as hundreds of thousands of Floridians remain without power. President Biden assigned a short-term funding bill to keep federal agencies open through mid-December. The House passed the measure yesterday on a nearly party-line vote. The Senate approved it back on Thursday. And after being surrounded by Ukrainian forces, Russia pulled troops Saturday out of the eastern Ukrainian city of Lyman, which it had been using as a frontline hub. It's the latest victory for the Ukrainian counteroffensive, which has humiliated and angered the Kremlin. Stay with us for more on these stories in the minutes ahead. 1017, and we're just over a month away from Election Day, but a new poll shows the race for governor in Maryland could be headed for a landslide. A new Washington Post University of Maryland poll finds Democrat Wes Moore leads Republican Dan Cox by a 60 to 28 point margin. Nine percent of respondents are still undecided after current Republican Governor Larry Hogan won two terms by winning over enough moderate Democrats. This survey suggests 22 percent of registered Republicans intend to cross over and vote for more. The poll surveyed more than 800 registered voters. It has a margin of error, plus or minus four percentage points. WTOP News Time, 1018. Traffic and weather on the eights. Let's go to Joe Fox, who's been busy tonight in the WTOB Traffic Center. John, we want to thank the caller who gave us a heads up on 395 southbound in Virginia under Edsel Road. There's a crash. Nobody's with it yet. It's blocking the right center of the roadway. Once authorities get there, it will be blocking several more lanes. So, again, expect some delays as you head south out of Alexandria into Springfield on I-395 southbound. Fortunately, folks are slowing down as they pass it, and there is a pretty decent uh, little front of rain 
uh, that we'll be talking about that's headed through the south uh, south part of our listening area right now along the Beltway. Elsewhere farther south on 95, the crash that we had still causing delays in Spotsylvania, between Spotsylvania and Thornburg. At one point, all lanes were blocked, so we've got about two miles of traffic stacked up behind it, but at least folks are moving past the crash scene right now. Fortunately, with lower volumes at 10 p.m. on a Saturday, we should hopefully clear that out here in the next 15 or 20 minutes. If you want to get off on Route 1, Spotsylvania exit 126 is your last chance to do it. The crash is just before Thornburg. If you get back on at Thornburg, you're well past the scene. Elsewhere on uh, DC 295, everything is cleared out both north and south, so no big issues there. Uh, and we are still looking for the crash on the outer loop of the Beltway right around Van Dorn Street. Uh, and then there was another one that was in, but there was a slowdown at least in between Telegraph and Route 1 approaching the Wilson Bridge coming from Virginia to Maryland. But that appears to have dissipated nicely. Over in, on the Maryland side, things are moving a little bit better. Part of that is because it's not raining up there yet. So we're going to be in better shape up there than we will be in Fairfax County or the uh, inner suburbs of Virginia as they get the heavier rain. Joe Fox, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Friends of Alley. It's another soaking coming uh, coming your way if you are south of the Beltway, huh? Yeah, you know, we're going to be seeing some of these areas, too, that are going to cash in on some more rain tomorrow, John. And also, even into Monday, uh, thanks to the low-pressure center that will gradually migrate through the area. Steadier rain right now is concentrated across West Virginia from Morgantown down to the Weston area, and that will move in tomorrow. What we're seeing right now is just some lighter showers in across the area in places like south of Rosaryville, between Rosaryville and Waldorf, then stretching over towards the uh, uh, Stokely area and just north of Port Republic as you head into Calvert County. Also a couple of showers near Alexandria, as you noted, and then uh, an area near Fair Oaks, Chantilly getting some drizzle, stretching over towards Middleburg as well. Remember, we have coastal flood warnings and coastal flood advisories given the flooding along the tidal Potomac along the shoreline there. So that goes into the uh, overnight hour. So remember, turn around, don't drown. Areas of fog tonight with lows in the 50s. Periods of rain tomorrow, upper 50s. Upper 50s again with more rain on Monday. Could see one to three inches before Monday is over with. Tuesday, a leftover shower is possible. Otherwise, mostly cloudy. Much of the day is rain-free. Mid-60s, late-day sun is even possible Tuesday. Better chances of a lot of sunshine on Wednesday. Highs up to 70. 57 in Lincoln, Virginia. Bethesda, Maryland, 58. Waldorf, 63. John. And that's brought to you by New Look Home Design. Call now for a free in-person or virtual same-day roofing estimate. And just ahead, a Loudoun County student facing charges after a fight inside of a high school. It's 1021. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. You see it every day. The first dollar you earn from your first customer. Now it hangs on your wall at headquarters. A reminder of where you started and the promise of what's still to come. 
In part because you rely on Sandy Spring Bank to help you make the right choices on real estate and equipment loans, treasury management, and commercial services. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your business. Visit sandyspringbank.com business. Credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank. This is WTOP News. 1023, Aladdin County students facing charges after a fight in a school bathroom. One student was taken into custody, another hospitalized with serious injuries after an altercation at Independence High School just after 3 p.m. back on Wednesday. According to the sheriff's office, one student was served with a petition for aggravated malicious wounding and taken to the Loudoun County Juvenile Detention Center. Principal John Gabriel sent an email to parents saying that numerous students recorded the incident on their cell phones and encouraged them to observe the See Something, Say Something protocol. If you're a regular listener to us here at WTOP, you've heard us report on several tragic cases involving D.C.'s 911 call center, either responding slowly or sending paramedics to the wrong address. People have died after life-saving help came too late. In a three-hour roundtable this week, members of the D.C. Council focused their attention on the call center's work and to apply pressure from significant improvements to be made. Council member Charles Allen led the oversight roundtable, saying there are multiple signs there's something wrong at the Office of Unified Communications. The repeated instances of blown addresses, the failure to relay updated information to responding personnel, the delayed dispatches, the morale, the hemorrhaging use of leave by employees. Allen said OUC Interim Director Karima Holmes could not attend the roundtable because of a family emergency. Others defended the agency, including Debbie Hart Knox, head of the union representing 911 call takers and dispatchers. None of us come to work to begin answering and dispatching 911 calls for emergency service and say, this is the day I'll mess up. This is the day I will send a call to the wrong address. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. A glitch in Maryland's 529 college savings plan is still unresolved. The manual process of correcting people's accounts could be wrapped up sometime this month, but Anthony Savia, the head of the Maryland Prepaid College Trust, tells Maryland Matters he can't commit yet to a date when all the issues are fixed. An error in how interest for trust accounts holders is calculated has led to some people not being able to get at their saved college money and forced them to take out loans to pay the bills. The issue began when the state transferred the program from one vendor to a new one. A program spokesperson declined to say how many account holders have been impacted by the botched handoff. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Tracy Jonke. Life isn't so sunny for home flippers in the Sun Belt. Data show that Open Door Technologies, a pioneer in the data-driven home buying and selling business, lost money on well over a third of the homes it sold in August. And Bloomberg real estate reporter Patrick Clark says it was worse in places like Atlanta, Phoenix, and Los Angeles. They got caught holding a lot of inventory that they bought in the spring. When selling prices were still rising rapidly and when Atom Data Solutions says raw profits on all home flips jumped to a new high. But by summer, the prices moved on. Because buyers spooked by high mortgage rates moved on. Clark says Open Door's losses are even larger when you factor in taxes, insurance, and of course, the pre-sale renovations. They're not tearing out the kitchen, but they're still <laughs> spending some money. Data provider Adam says the big question is whether the entire fix and flip market lost ground over the summer, with overall home sales declining dramatically and with the cost of financing doubling over the past year. From the Bloomberg News I'm Tracy Junkie on WTOP. The latest on Hurricane Ian is next. It's 1026.
Here's Brian Murphy, a senior director at CyberArk, on the CISO handbook discussion, ICAM and Zero Trust, sponsored by CyberArk. So the challenge with vendor access and consult 